previously on Night's Quest. I'm not going to sit idly by, right? I'm having to live up to my entire family's expectations. You know what, Gorg? You're right. So I'm going to go think about that. What's important about dueler rights is there's no lethal blows and no passion blows. Hannah Slayer flips up the hood and he disappears. Welcome back to Night's Quest. Um, let's just get right into it. So Nathan and Jake, you guys are at, uh, I was thinking the office building is where this session would start. You're at the office building. Um, and just kind of go. Yeah, tell me what your characters do. Let's let's get this thing kicking. Uh, yeah, so I got a character. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what's his name? Hank. 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 Um, Love it. Okay. And he is the, uh, the printer manager. We gotta have one of those. Definitely important role. Printer, and he he'll be playing a a ranger. Ooh, okay, yep, yep. <laughs> Jake, do you have a character for me? Yeah, I just have a question actually, because like, you sure. you handed me this before we started. I did, um, yeah, of course. And the only two pieces of information that I have, it says Doug, and then under that it says is getting fired today. <laughs> um, and I just want to know spoiler. how spoiler man how much yeah yeah how how heavily you want me to lean into that. Uh, as much as possible, yeah. Maybe that's what he's getting fired for, is leaning too much, yeah. On the printer. I'm on firing printer. him. <laughs> Hank is firing you for leaning that's what, on the That's printer. what we have the manager for, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I am. I have the highest authority in the what's whole the, office. What's this business? <laughs> oh, it's just a normal, we, like... What do we actually business? do here? I've never had an office job before. This is all new to me. Do I think guys... th- that's the thing. No one knows. <laughs> he, like, walks in, like, what, what's, our, what's our business? Hmm. Oh, actually, I I remembered. I remember what the business is, Jamie. Yeah. What is it? It's starting a new episode it's of Night's Quest. There we go. I'll, Do you uh, guys know what I've just realized? I'll clear out my desk. <laughs> R.I.P. Doug. We hardly knew him. What I've just realized is that every time I have an idea for a cold open, it is just like one sentence from me and then putting all of the onus on you guys to say something funny like with very little preparation you know what i just realized yeah what's that Uh, i'm definitely gonna have to go on the patreon okay and when i ask people hey what bonus content do you want i'm gonna have to put the adventures of hank and doug Doug. business (laughs) yeah but we play like actual D &D classes hell yeah (laughs) well welcome everyone back to night's quest where we definitely didn't just cut out 10 minutes of talking about taco bell (laughs) and hank hill just wait for the end of the episode it'll all be there it'll all make sense it'll all be there uh no we're here today gathered together because there is a fight going on there is there has been for weeks now have any of us been in a real fight no 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 man that's really awful i've not been in any 
I don't I don't know if I think that's awful. I think I'm glad that I have not been seriously hurt. Well, in a sure. Fight. No, I just mean like, for the amount of fighting that goes on in this show, and like, to be fair, <laughs> Jake. To be fair, there's not a lot of fighting that goes on in this show. <laughs> that's that's true. I thought you were going to say like the vast majority of D and D players. I would guess have not been in a altercation. I could be wrong. I could be assuming, but. Jake, as you said uh, earlier, uh, nerds don't have friends. Right. So. I was going to say LARPers <laughs> are probably, like, top tier. So what's right. going on in this fight, right. in this story, we're in the Combatorium on top of the Temple of the Five. Combatorium. And uh, Genius Slayer yes. just went visible. Invisible. <laughs> one more time? <laughs> it's very different. Which one? I, I was trying to shorten the word invisible to sound cool, but then I realized... <laughs> That's that already a word. the crucial yeah. part of the word. You went um, straight invisy. <laughs> Straight in busy. busy. <laughs> <laughs> he ghosted. He, he went ghost. Now, I will say this. The way that he went in busy um, <laughs> was that he pulled the hood of his cloak up and then kind of seemed to like pull it taut. Yes. Um, and that caused, you know, whatever the material that this, that this cloak is made out of to... Uh, just bend the light the right way. Now, obviously, the cloak doesn't cover his his arms fully, so he's not like completely zero percent can't see him. But his ability to be seen and hit has been made more difficult. Oh yeah. So, um, I'm gonna just have Grog go and make do an attack. Let's just jump back into the fight, shall we? Sure. Why not? Let's jump back into it. Now today we ain't playing around, so Grog's gonna start busting out them good moves. He's gonna do a Sandrake punch. Love Sandrake to hear that. punch, which is needed because uh, the Sandrake punch makes him punch really fast and ignore setbacks on an attack, Ooh. which is uh, important because his dad going in Vizzy definitely added more setbacks. Yeah, to, for uh, sure. Yes. To what's going on? So uh, three of my dice ended up being blank. Oh, um, throughout all of them. At the end of the day, we've got one failure, one advantage. Uh, okay. So I'm just going to go with, uh, yeah, because his dad was invisi, um, he, he goes for this really fast punch. I regret this um, But even though it is really fast, he still just isn't able to hit him. Right. But I will say that the advantage is he was close. He was really close to hitting his dad. And so that's going to add a setback to his dad's next attack. Okay. Um, he kind of, kind of, you know, pushed him. His dad was like, oh, I was not expecting you to go on the offensive. Yeah, like maybe he was expecting him turning Invisi to be like a little, like delay Grog a little bit more, but he just yeah. immediately went on the offensive. Grog's like, I know where you last were, I'm going in. Yeah. This is not a cool trick for me, Dad. I know you do this. Grog did something uh, very intense. No, no, Quiz did. He yes. made him super intimidating last time, yep. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he still got that. Grog is friend maker, still Excellent. got that like, Excellent. you know, kind of fear. Yeah. Almost heinous-esque energy to him. Right, uh, Jake and Jamie. Yeah. You guys' turn. Uh, from the perspective of our characters, do you think we can tell he's still... Can we kind of still see him, or does he mostly appear to have vanished from where we're sitting, you know? Yeah, he... From where you guys are at, and I mean, it is still dark out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. the torches. It's definitely like, you have to go like, oh, wait, ho- where do you... Yeah. Where do you go? You have to kind of like... You, you can't really see him from, from where you're at. And the crowd definitely goes, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trouble just stands up. And he's like, did he do? Did he win? He, I mean, <laughs> he's gone. 
Did Gorg win? Hey, I think the match is over, right? It's really tough because we're all does, uh, spectators. Does Jonathan do anything? Uh, Jonathan's not at the fight. Jonathan's not at the... I remember you saying that last time. Jonathan is not at the fight. Jonathan is not at the fight. Jonathan so. is not... Yes. I wonder if okay. we would have. I wonder if we would have all our characters would have all caught that because like it's dark. We we're traveling in a big group up to the temple. I wonder yeah. if we all would have noticed, especially if we're distracted by the fight. You know, Grog for sure doesn't notice because he came right. separately. So right. he, he he hasn't really paid attention to that. Um, Eloise has not noticed. She, her focus is on Grog. Um, and Quist was definitely focused on Leroy. Right. Uh, you know what? Um, Eloise is just gonna yell uh, to Grog. Grog, remember your fighting stance. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, I'm going to say that that's going to give Grog a boost. Cool. Nice, next, nice. Next thing. Wonderful. All right, then we'll get back to the top. Uh, Heinous Slayer, he is going to go in um, and try to just hit his son with the Tanfa. Boy, it sounds really depressing when you put it that way. <laughs> He's just going to go try to attack his son with a found object. That's a lot of dice, and again, a lot of empties. Uh-oh. Heinous Slayer rolled a lot. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh. So oh there's a total of five successes. Oof. He succeeded. But also a triumph. Oh. But also a disadvantage. Oh. Huh. And the disadvantage is does come from the the setback die that, that Grog had put on him. Nice. So here's how I'm gonna do this. He is going to hit Grog and I'm gonna make the uh, triumph be that it then deals I guess I'll just make it do two damage instead of one. But that's what an advantage can do. So two is do two is nothing to sneeze at, yeah. No. I don't want it to be a three, because I don't think Hennis Slayer would do a three-point damage during this fight, because that's... You know, that's pretty serious, per, yeah. Per, that's a permanent wound. So I think he's going to... I'll have the triumph be that he does a, a two-point wound to his son. He kind of comes from behind him, just kind of, like, hits him, like, uh, on the back. He's able to, like, get behind him and just kind of, like, hits him on the back. Yeah. And so that's going to be a bruise on the back. And that's not good for, for Grog at all. But the setback is going to be that he, you know, he was still kind of caught off guard by what, you know, his his speed earlier. Maybe uh, the setback is when he lunged out for that attack, he revealed some of himself. Like, the cloak slipped. Oh, sure. The illusion yeah. fell a little bit. to see now. Yes. He goes in for the attack, hits him in the back but is l- a little bit less invisy. Sure, yeah. Um, so I'll decrease his um, resistance by one because of that. So Grog Grog's is going to turn around with his newfound encouragement by Eloise. He remembers his fighting stance. And let's just do another Sandrake punch. Let's Good old whack. Just really come and try to crunch and let's burn these KPs. I like to think that if they were in the same part of the world, Sandrakes and the Hanus would be like super enemies, like snakes and mongooses. Yeah, I like that for sure. Mongooses. <laughs> is it mongoose? I guess it might be. Not a clue. Okay, so Grog's looking pretty good in the dice. He's got, okay. you know, uh, very proficient in his punch. I got rid of all the setbacks. It's a little easier to hit, and he's got the boost from Eloise, so here we go. Okay. Stick those out. So Eloise was very helpful with her encouragement. That's three successes. Nice. And an advantage. So all I right. think there we go. Rourke's going to use that advantage to make this be a two-point punch. He is going tip for tap with his dad. So I think he then... Oh, you know what? His dad hit him in the back, but I think Rourke 
is gonna just sucker punch his dad right <laughs> in the face. Right in, mm. right in the face. Damn. Um, so I'm gonna go two points for left side of his face because Gorg is definitely right-handed. I I forget if we already said if he's wearing the brass knuckles. Yes, he is. Or Damn. I think he said he's got the sand drake on his right hand. If I said something else, oh right, 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 right. Yes, of course. So the gloves. Yeah, they've both been hit for three points of vitality so far, which is which is a lot. Back to Jake and Jamie. Oh, I hate this. If I don't want Rainer's only thing he does in this story is playing the song Careless Whisper by George Michael, but it's so damn useful sometimes. Yeah. And my brain just said to me, hey, if Rainer plays Careless Whisper and it works, Anna Slayer will have to say what he's thinking, which will show yes. Korg exactly where he is. Ooh, yes. I like Maybe that. reveal his next move. Rainer starts playing Careless Whisper in yep. the middle of this intense fight scene. Hell yep. yeah. Yep. Roll for music, oh baby. This is uh, difficulty. I'm going to go difficulty three because That's fair, yeah. uh, it's a loud. It's just a big space. Right, right. You know, combat. I guess it's not really loud. I just feel like it should be three. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's outdoors. Uh, you have to play really, really forcefully to have it carry. I getcha. That's a lot of advantages. That's four advantages. Oh, no, though. It's a zero on success and failure, which means it's a failure. Oh, but, no, but, bro. But four advantages, though. Ooh, that always okay. makes it interesting. I have an idea. Yeah, Jake, shoot. Yeah. The the failure is it doesn't work on Fena Slayer. Right. But it does work on four other people. I think that works. I'm trying to think of what who those four people would be and how that would be in any way useful. <laughs> One of them is definitely going to be uh, Life Cleaver. Oh no, okay. And from her from her position next to the ring, uh, she says It seems my son is underestimating the true power of Friend Maker's namesake. Ah. They're going to say the power of friendship. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, Eloise, Eloise says, come on, big guy. Aww. And then Leroy says, I'm loving this fight, but I got to make more bread. <laughs> got to make more bread. Wow. Bread. Boy, if there could have been a less insightful thing for Leroy <laughs> to say about Leroy, I don't know what it would be. Sometimes... Just guys, stays true to form. Yep. Um, and then from the other side of the combatorium, where Farkiller is kneeling, slightly closer to the, I want to say playmat, but that's really just not what it is. Um, <laughs> uh, she whispers, uh, come on, Beepus, stay out of the torchlight. Oh, I like that. Okay. That's good. Now, I do yeah, think it's yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. She probably said that in Orcish. Yes. Sure. To which... Only one of us would understand? Yep. Do we have anyone who understands Orcish who isn't an orc? I don't believe we nope. do. Nope. No, we don't. <laughs> but, hey, that's still Grog hearing it. That's Grog. Grog definitely that's heard big. that, yep. That's big. Jake, what does your character do? Yeah, I suppose Eloise saying her thing wasn't what uh, my character did. Trouble hearing the music says the two things that are on his mind. One is... I think Grog should win if the other guy just leaves. That seems fair to me. <laughs> the second thing on I his mind this. is the second thing on his mind is God, pants are weird. Pants are, they just feel so strange. I don't know how everyone deals with this. <laughs> he's been thinking about that for weeks. Yeah, yeah, he's never he's never said it out loud though. Uh Quiz is going to open Christopher. Mm-hmm. Okay. And 
pull out the Mirjik book and okay. open it up to see if there's anything that can help Grog in the fight. This okay. makes me nervous every time. Hey. All right. Uh, please roll uh, to 20. Oh, my gosh. That's a 15, my guy. Did you a say 15? 15? It's a 15. Okay. Hmm. That's better. Okay. Better. <laughs> okay. Number 15. Burger is... King foot lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> It's too good. I feel like someone just tricked me with like down low, too slow, and I'm just like, I really shouldn't have been surprised by that, you know? Like I'm not even laughing, I'm mad. (laughs) (laughs) This one is it's written in Orcish. It is written in a, a slightly messy hand, but legible enough. And even if it wasn't, that's not how this book works. You can still read it. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. And it says, My dear brother Argo, I must tell you even more about the incredible powers of my new heinous cloak. Perfect. <laughs> After defeating the monster, I took his hide and turned it into a fine cloak. I'll have to show it off to the rest of the family later. Maybe at my, my story dinner. But I had to write you this letter ahead of time. I found that if I put it on, it has a nice black sheik to it, but just like the beast itself, I can use it to make myself turn invisible. Or, uh, invisi, as the kids say. Oh, no. That's a. And we being kids at the time of this writing do say that. (laughs) As you know, we are children. (laughs) We. But I am no longer a child as I've gotten my name. We're cool. Argo, I can't wait for you to get yours. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, uh, there is one uh, downside of this cloak. Uh, as I was fastening it, you know I'm not the, I'm not as great a seam maker as thread streamer is. That was a lot of hyphens. There's a, a little <laughs> tiny, tiny gap right underneath my left armpit. Oh no! That if uh, someone were to uh, <laughs> pierce that hole, they could rip, <laughs> rip it right down the back. So. Thankfully, it's in my armpit. Ain't no one gonna be seeing that. So, <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to write you this letter. Really excited about what my find is, Argo. I've named I'll this cloak the Death Star. <laughs> 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 All right, well, see you later, Argo. Signed, Beepus. <laughs> Can that letter end with, I can't wait for everyone to see it or not see it? Haha, <laughs> I hate <laughs> yep. this joke. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Quist quickly shoves the book back in the bag and starts rummaging around for the spear. Whoa! Whoa! Okay, that's not what okay. I was expecting. My 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 dumb, overcomplicating brain was thinking, how is Quist going to get this information to Rorg? You you went a much more direct route. <laughs> you don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, okay, yeah. Okay, um, it is Hades wow. Slayer's turn, and he's going to be using a move of his own. Okay. It's basically like, Flurry of blows. So he's just going to get to make an attack uh, that will also use one of his KP. I like to imagine it, the Hainus. Is it like a four-legged beast? Yeah. I like to imagine that the cloak isn't just fur. It's like the whole, like a bearskin rug. It's like the whole hide. And so when he like puts this cloak around himself, he actually like like brings 
the arms and legs out on his own arms. Because otherwise, Ooh, if he just had it completely wrapped around that. himself, he wouldn't be able to fight with it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, he's he's essentially taking on the mantle of the Hainus when he's fighting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Both Grog and Hainus Slayer have channeled some element of Hainus. Yeah. I guess that's true. Um, yeah, he's gonna be, he's gonna be hitting Grogi. It's not oh, looking, no. this is not good for our pal. He got two successes, four advantages. Oof. Alright. He uses this move. That's quite a few advantages. So I think he, um, had been behind, he, you know, just got punched right in the face, and you can see he, it's not a passion blow, right? He's not, he's not getting mad, but he's definitely kind of seeing like, okay, we're pulling out the big guns, and so he, he kind of twirls his tonfas a bit and kind of just goes whap, whap, um, and like hits him in the same spot twice. He's going to do another two-point wound to, to Grorg, um, but this one I think it's going to be, Grorg maybe like tried to like block it, so it's going to be on his, uh, Grorg's left arm. And it's not a broken, not, again, not broken bones, uh, oh, but it's, okay. you know, these, it's going to hurt quite bad. Okay. So you pointed out his left arm because that's going to be less good at fighting now? Yeah, let's go with that's one of... So one of the advantages was it dealt an extra harm. Uh, the other advantage is his left arm is now, like, hurt. Yeah. His left arm is is wounded. And I'm going to go with the other two advantages is he's going to say something as he does this. Oh, no. Um, that's going to weaken his spirit. Emotional damage. <laughs> Pretty much. And he says, Grog. And he's using using that name on purpose. What a bastard. You got some good punches in you from your fancy glove. But you still don't know nothing about fighting. What what vitality is Grog at? Uh, he's got four left. Yikes. Yikes. He's got four left. So a couple more good hits is gonna... A, a two-point wound is not just like a... Oh, ouch. Oh, know, no, that's... for sure. That's why I was asking. It's because I'm concerned. Yeah, so Grog's going to be taking um, definitely a disadvantage moving forward unless... I'm going to say it's going to be an ongoing disadvantage unless he can be encouraged to, to have that removed. And I think it's not just what his dad said. It's the fact that his, his dad is literally looking down on him in this fight. Like, he's not impressed. He, he like, just got punched seriously in the face and is not given him any credit for that. I'm really I'm frustrated with Hainus Slayer because he seems to have an attitude of like you are you Grog are using cheap tricks to try to defeat me while he's turning invisible. Like <laughs> that's a little frustrating from my perspective. Sure. I'll 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 lean no, into no, I that more. I think it's more. a fair thing for him to do. Yeah. I, I like I don't doubt that he would do it. It's just <laughs> I I empathize with Grog. Yeah. I think he says that and then he says um, he, he's gonna, actually, he's gonna really insult him. He's gonna oh, go, no. well, I shouldn't have expected anything better from a duchas. Oh, okay. Talking, talking dirty words. Ooh. <laughs> talking na- nasty words. And I do think, I do think people heard that last part. Oh, boy. And even Life Cleaver hears it. It's probably like, oh, that's, that's, that's low. Yeah. Yeah. So Grog's gonna try to do an attack. Oh, man, I want to use something other than the Sandrake Club, but I don't actually have a ton of, like, fighting, fighting moves. He has sales pitch. He's got a know-it-all evangelize the sim symbol. Well, he does right. have the sim symbols. Jonathan has the sim symbols. Is that right? Uh, right. yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Jonathan's not here. So Grog 
I'm just gonna say he does a. He's. I'm gonna keep using. I'm gonna keep using the Sandrake lock. We got the KP for it, and let's keep. I mean, we're not gonna use all eight KP for sure. Oh, yeah. He does have a disadvantage, though. His dad is slightly more visible. <laughs> okay, so Grog succeeds with three disadvantages. Um, so he's gonna get a hit in on his dad, uh, despite you know everything that's that's going on. His his left arm is still out of it, so he's gonna hit him with another fast, fast and loose punch. And he's gonna do an uppercut, do one more point of damage to his dad. So is Grog just kind of like swinging for where his dad's voice is? Yeah, I think that's that's how he does it. You know, he heard where his dad was, and he's able to kind of. And his the Sandrake glove is fast, and so that's how he's able to get get into it. Um, with right, three disadvantages, right. though, I'm gonna lump that up into one oh one big one. Is that Grog is emotionally getting tunnel vision? Okay. And I think it's clear everyone can see that he if something doesn't change, oh no. He will do a blow of passion. No, we can't have that. He's he's getting mad. He's getting mad. Can't have those. Those are not allowed. So that's where I'm going to go. Oh His boy. dad's getting in. And I think maybe Khanis <sighs> Slayer's doing that on purpose. Your guys's turn. That's a thing in like most competitive stuff is to try to draw the other guy into a penalty on purpose. Like that makes sense. Yeah. Is Rainer anywhere near Leroy? Yeah, you guys are in the same. Sure. Um, Rainer is like realizing how much the Careless Whisper didn't work, and he's just like, burn the books. That was my best idea. And he's like cycling through the rest of his songs trying to think of anything, and he's like, um, um, Leroy, um, um, yeah. What, what, what's more important? Would you rather be healthy or, or confident? Just pick one. Confident. Okay. Um, Rainer's gonna play. Uh, I'm always gonna, healthy. Never gonna give you up. <laughs> Good. Uh, he was Good. having a hard time deciding between trying his best to heal a little bit of Gorg's injuries or oh. bolstering his spirits. Yeah, because both seemed like they'd be important. You would only be able to heal one of his. Vitality, oh, for sure. Because because only no, one no, of them is a. Th- I expected that, but like he was still trying to weigh which one of those would be more helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, healing spells in combat. We never get to do this. Oh, right. My gosh. Well, so I mean, fun. we're not because I chose the other one, but <laughs> but I'm saying like we could though. We could, yeah, That's cool. Yeah, do careless rest, uh, not careless rest, excuse uh, me. Uh, no, do, never, gonna never gonna give you give up. You up. Yeah. <laughs> I love the idea that you're like there's this actual like you know MMA like fight like people punch and oh, hit yeah. each other and you're just going. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I'm I'm just playing music for no reason. It it, it calms me down. It helps yeah, me to this, not like, stress. Weird side eye from the family. Yeah, they're like. Is this is this where it is? I guess. Rainer might actually run out of DP for like the first time in this entire podcast. Yeah, I know we're we're in a session. We're in a session. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I guess what would a you station. like the difficulty to be? Oh, same it's three three. Got it. Yeah, not five. <laughs> difficulty nine. <laughs> difficulty nine thousand. Get all the dice. Let's go. Let's go. That's a success. Yeah. Couple actually. Nothing else. What's the description of never going to give you up? Like, how does that carry over then? Uh, story-wise, we wrote down boost confidence, bolsters against doubt. I don't believe we ever put in a game mechanic for it. Um, do you want to give him a boost die? Do you want to give him... Yeah, I think um, it would only be fair because if it was just like, oh, one boost temporarily, then that's, I mean, that's just as good as an advantage does. Okay. So I think it's a carried over boost. And I think for story, like this moment... Sure. I think that will counteract his his tunnel vision. 
shall I write down something specific with dice? Like yeah, just say gives a, a boost for an entire for a whole fight. Well, it's not just for fights, so it's for any encounter. Right? Sure. So any for a, so like for an entire event. Yeah. So just like how he has a setback going forward because of his dad, he now has a boost just going forward because of you. Sounds good. Jake, what do you got? Quiz Quiz definitely has his spear, too. He did find that. Yes, yeah. (laughs) Eloise is, like, frantically looking around their little group, and she says, Where's Jonathan? And she sees what Quiz is doing and, like, grabs the end of the spear and, like, wrestles it out of his hand. Stop it. (laughs) I think Abiel goes, I think I, uh, I remember seeing Jonathan not come up with us. Why didn't you say anything? Well, I did. Did he? No. No, he didn't. Oh, but oh okay. I can say he did. <laughs> I did. I, I was talking, but no one was uh, listening to me. So I just uh, I didn't right. bring it up again. All right. Wait, which one's Jonathan? Kidding, kidding, just kidding. <laughs> like he, he preemptively like raises his hands. That's a good one. Now we forget <laughs> his name this time, not me. <laughs> I like the I like being on inside joke. <laughs> I like being inside the joke. Um, <laughs> this is mu- I get it now. This is very funny. I like it. Abiel just Ha-ha. had a breakthrough. Who is about Jonathan? The inter- uh, no, he's just gonna go. He's gonna go on this, this joke. So for wholesome. Two- Who is Jonathan? I have oh, never no. heard of my employer before. <laughs> oh no! Plot. This is worse. You can't see him. He is like heinous Slayer. He is invisi. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Wait, where, would he where know did Abiel hear that word? <laughs> no, he genuinely thinks that's the word, though. That's the thing. He doesn't oh think it's God. like he thinks that's the word. <laughs> um, Eloise oh, no. uh, turns to Grelta and says, uh, "Give, give me a boost." Oh, like to see? Uh, sure. Or do what? you the dice? No, no. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Just give it to me. Okay, yeah. She gives you a little boost. Okay, uh, Eloise yells. Grog, we all know you're strong, but use your strengths. I named you Friend Maker, not Face Puncher. <laughs> mm. Okay. 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 All right. Heinous Slayer goes next. An, yeah, yeah. Interesting thing to say. He doesn't want to do anything too fancy now. He's because he, he played his cards before, so he's just going to do a normal attack. C- counterpoint. Yeah, just don't have a cooler idea. Ooh, okay. He doesn't attack... But he does say something and then move. Like he's baiting Grog. Because Grog's using his voice to find him. And I think I think Kainus is an experienced enough hunter and fighter to use yeah. that. Oh, I like that. I like that. I think I'm going to do something. Uh, it's a move called status. I'm making it up right now. Okay. Um, because he is of a high rank, he can say things to try. It's basically a persuasion role, but based off of like his position as he's convincing people to do things but he's kind of doing it like in a manipulative way right okay um so he's gonna try to roll i think it's a fear roll right because of sure yeah difficulty two sounds good to me i don't think he's got a high charisma though as chancellor i think it's only three uh he succeeds with two disadvantages okay um, so, Heinous Slayer, uh, I think he says, Come now, Rorg. Let's see what you got. I'm sure it's not much. You know, trying to trying to trick him into, like, coming forward, but then he, like, steps aside. 
Um, uh, okay. So he's trying to get Quark to attack somewhere. Uh, the two disadvantages is going to be that he will step aside into the torches. Ooh, okay. He steps aside. So he talks somewhere, but he steps closer to a torch. He miscalculated. So he will then make himself slightly easier to see. His his cloak will, will not actually work then. Okay. But he is going to convince Gorg to attack there if he were to attack. Right. But he's not going to because of, because of what Eloise said. Oh, shit. <laughs> yes. His pride is getting in, getting in the way. Right. Okay. Um, Search so your then feelings. You know this to be true. Friendmaker's going to go, and he will listen to Eloise. He's, he's gotten taken out because of yeah. because of Rainer. He's got the soothing sounds of Rick Astley behind him, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. bard Richard Astley. Yeah, of course. Richard of Astley. Richard of Astley. <laughs> I'm going to make a fucking dramatic version of this song. Please do. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Okay, he's going to make a sales pitch roll, which I have, as the description, convince someone to buy or do something out of the ordinary. Hey. Ooh, okay. And I think the thing he's going to try to convince him to do is just, he's going to say, Hey, Nestler, come on, let's 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 end the fight. We've both gotten some good blows, and we've both shown that we're, we're worthy opponents, but we don't, we don't need to take this any farther. All right, it's, it's draw. Right, let's end this. Ah, okay. I like this. And uh, uh, Life Cleaver kind of raises her eyebrows a little bit at this. But okay, she doesn't so say anything. She just kind of raises her eyebrows. Yeah. So he's got a boost. He's got a setback. <laughs> when he mentions the draw from across the combatorium, you hear, Wait, that's a thing? You can draw? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're doing it in a drawing room. <laughs> <laughs> Leroy, you Never. carried around papers in a like your bag forever don't don't say that you could draw in somewhere just one place (laughs) that's where this all began quiz don't you remember i do remember i brought in the drawing supplies that's right okay two successes two disadvantages oh interesting (sighs) indeed what is what is the main thing to succeed or fail is it convincing him to stop the fight Uh, yeah he was trying to convince is it convincing him to stop the fight, or is it convincing him that the fight is over? Mm. Okay. okay. Because those are two different things. Definitely, definitely. Because one of them one of them means that Hainus Slayer is calling off the fight, and the other one implies that it was a draw. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I, here's what I like. I think this makes the more interesting story. He has convinced Life Cleaver that the fight okay. can end. Right, the judge is like, yeah, I think that's fair. You guys have both gotten it through, but okay. not his dad. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Conflict. Uh, Life Cleaver raises her badass sword and just kind of rests the tip on where where about like the midline of the the combat area would be, and she says she proclaims both combatants have exhibited worthy fighting prowess and have both landed respectable blows. It is clear to me that neither of you need prove anything that can be proved inside a combatorium. I like that. Okay. I think then Hainus Slayer, he like comes out of the the invisible like fully. Like even though like he was stepping in the torches, he, he's takes off the hood. He's uninvisy. He, he uninvisied. He Some visied. people might even call he that busy. <laughs> he visied. And he like turns 
like dramatically turns his head towards his mother and he says, The duel isn't over until one person falls or concedes, and I have done neither. Trust Hand stands up um, mm. from where she was watching the fight, and she says, Hainus Slayer, we don't need a decisive outcome of this duel. We don't need either one of you to draw the other into a blow of passion. We're family. We don't want to hurt each other. This doesn't need to go any farther. Hmm. That's good. I think, because there was only three people that were upset by Grog's new name. That's right. Um, it's So I think the rest of the family uh, sympathizes. Like, yeah, like we we're, we like Grog back. We like his new name. And so like the rest of the family, other than mom, dad, and brother are all like, yeah, this is... we. They're agreeing with Trust Hand. So there's a little bit more okay. of an outcry coming from within, there's outside. There's dissension in the ranks. Other than Greep, Heartstabber, Farkiller, and Slayer, I think those three still remain, though, like, the fight must continue. Mm. And with it now okay. being Slayer's turn, about, he will say that... What about Broadchest? Uh, Ooh, I think, okay. I mean, he's your character, but I... He was... We never said he disliked Gorg's new name. No, and so, he was excited to have Gorg back. Yeah, he he rushed at him and said Grorgi, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aww. So I think as being Hainus's Hainus Slayer's brother, um, you know, maybe he's got something to say about it too. I don't think he does at this moment. Okay, but okay. we'll keep that in mind yeah. moving forward. Hainus Slayer's gonna say, "Do you not remember? There are rules. There are rules. We can't just end a duel whenever we like. We we can't just let someone skate by because they've abandoned us." This duel must be followed through to the end. Lest you all forget who defeated Hainus Beast. Lest you all forget who is the leader of this family. What rank is Life Cleaver? <laughs> I oh. would say she's a high-ranking Truhas. Okay. Right, I think that's right. what I would say. Okay. That makes she's sense. very high-ranking okay. Truhas number. But there's a reason. Probably one even of the though highest. She's the, yeah, I mean, maybe something like 10, you know, like something... Something crazy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how many points an animal gets. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to do another... Uh, he's got an attack. He's, he's, he goes, so he says this all, yeah. and then he spins right back in and goes back at Grorg. Um, Ooh, not a good look, bud. It's not. No. Especially since Trusthand just mentioned, you know, Blows of Passion, and then yeah. Hain- Slayer gave, like, a really fired-up speech and then Ooh. swung at him. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna go with if he gets a lot of disadvantages, <laughs> it will come across as a right, blow of passion. Right. All right, so Kane Slayer's going for another attack, and there's lots of dice being rolled here lots today. Of dice. Friends. Lots, lots of dice. Lots of dice. I don't know what I want to happen in this fight, <sighs> guys. I, it's a it's a hit with one advantage. He's still. Got it. I mean, he's Hainus Slayer for a reason. And he's going to keep doing... He's going to do another two-point damage. Shit. He's going to use that advantage. Um, and this time, he goes in for one of the legs. I think he just kind of swings down and, like, smacks him in uh, in the in the knee. Yikes. Let's go with uh, the right knee. With the, the implication being that Grog is down, or at least, like not fully standing. Yeah, I'm going to say since he only had one advantage, it has not um, impacted Grog's like, stance at all. Um, it was just a pretty bad hit, but he is, you know, shaken. 
Right, right. But that, like, that doesn't look good, right? That's not a good look. <laughs> no, it's not. He goes on his speech and just kind of goes, you know, spins the tanfa, just whacks his own son in the knee. That said, and that in mind, you said you were unsure if you want Grog to win or lose the fight. Is Grog conceding a possibility here? Would that be something that's, like, extremely difficult for him to do, but he might still do it, you know? We'll, we'll see. Okay. It's Grog's turn. Okay. Grog has two vitality left. That's not much. If he gets hit with another good blow, he will be knocked out. Right, right, right. Um, and the fight would be over, and the medics would have to get in right right away, because uh, he'd be yeah. on death's door. We'll need to come up with some new family characters, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we will. We will. So I think he's going to go for the sales pitch one more time. Ooh, okay. I think, I think he right. realizes something. This is his character moment. He was going in for the punches, and he almost lost it. But with Eloise and with Rainer's music, he realizes he's like, I think he, oh, you know what? Big flex. He like grabs with his sore arm. He yeah. grabs a Sandrake glove and rips it off and yeah, throws yeah, the yeah, brass yeah. knuckles on the ground. And he just you know puts his arms to the side and says, Father, look at me. I'm your son. I have returned. Accept me as I am. And I will concede this fight. Or beat me down and lose my respect. <laughs> Can I just say the visual of throwing a gauntlet on the ground to stop a fight? I Ooh. adore that. Ooh. That's so much fun. That's tasty. I love it. Okay. Now the dice are not in our favor. Oh, okay. Um, I've made it at difficulty three. Oh no! Um, and if Gore gets this, he will definitely get charisma experience points too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> wow, wow, wow! That's a lot of. Okay, a lot wow. of bad things. <laughs> it's interesting. Three successes, two disadvantage. What? Oh, okay. Okay. Oh man! Wow. Um. Oh man. So just to start out with, and we can mess with this and change it and stuff, but the main success might be Hannah Slayer actually listens to him. What yep. do we want to change about that, modify about that? What else could be going on, you know? Yep. I'm going to go with he will listen to him. Okay. But he's not going to be all like, oh, yeah, you're right. He's going to kind of <laughs> take a moment and like look around and see what's going on and see how everyone's kind of like, looking at him like yeah, this yeah. for like um, beating, beating his son up he sees that his son has basically conceded right and so here's here's what he'll do oh, no. he'll end the fight okay he's gonna say alright I accept your concession the duel is over okay. call, call the fight the duel's over I've won yeah Life Cleaver kind of stands up with some effort and says it is unfortunate for someone so close to this fight, to be in it, to have missed its purpose so completely. <laughs> Beepus, though you have won this fight, you have definitely lost to Friend Maker today. This is this is going to be rough. Beepus, he walks back over, kind of straightens his shoulders, massages his jaw where he got punched. He puts the tonfas back... Um, we removed the racks, didn't we? 
he hands him. He hands oh, him to like, yeah, yeah. He hands him to maybe one of his brothers or just someone off on the side. And, no, he he goes to hand him to Argo because Argo was one of the people who took off the racks. Yeah, yeah. Does does Argo take him? No, he just stands there with his <laughs> arms folded. He puts the puts the tonfas under his under his armpit to kind of just carry them um, a little easier. He says, "All right, well, as was per the the, the regulation of this duel, this was a duel yeah. of rights, and as you have lost, friend maker, that means you have lost the right to your inheritance." Yeah, I think I think Eloise, who's who's oh, still boy. on Grilta's shoulders, kind of leans down and goes, "What is it? So, what does that mean?" Well. You know that big house that we were staying at? Ooh. Our friend Friendmaker's had a room, assumedly. Yeah. Well, now, he doesn't. <laughs> and so then Canis Slayer says, Ow. I need you to go back to your your room, which we did keep for you. <laughs> I'm going to need you to go get all your thanks. Because it isn't yours anymore. Hmm. Damn. And I think... Grorg still, I mean, he was still impacted by, by his dad. And even though he won, I think um, he he didn't win what he really wanted. Right. Right? Yeah. Right. Which was his dad's. And he's like, okay, sir. And he kind of re- re- regresses a little bit. And he starts, start. he picks up his, you know, his brass knuckles and the glove off the, off the ground and, and exits the combatorium. He heads back to the compound. I think Quiz is like, so, so now what? Like, they're like, they're like food, or <laughs> do we just do we just go to sleep, or yeah, food. I love food. I mean, it's, I gotta. Uh, oh, I, th- I think that's it. That's uh, it's a little anticlimactic. That's the fight for the night. Usually, it's not a big bummer, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Rainer says, um, it's been. A lot, especially for Gorg, obviously, but for everyone too. Maybe, maybe we look at everything again in the morning, and decide what's next. Yeah, cause don't we need to like talk to that guy? And he points to Hanislayer. Yes, Abiel, like we yes. need to talk. I was. That's kind of what I was. I. You're right. I should have been more clear. I don't think it's a great idea to go ask him a bunch of like important world stuff. Yeah, not tonight. Right this second. Yeah, yeah definitely not yeah. tonight. No, it's not the right. Uh, not the right time. I'll I'll be more straightforward in the future. Yeah. I guess we go to, we go to bed then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Can. All right. Can I come down now? <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry about that. I thought you liked it up there. Well, I, no, it's fine. I'm just. We're, I mean, we're we're pretty high up, and I I don't know if I feel comfortable with going downstairs like this. And <laughs> can you do you like the view of the whole jungle from there? Yeah. No, it was awesome. Um. I mean, I I didn't really look around until. Right. Wow. Um, <laughs> little bit of vertigo. I need to. I can I. Okay, going down now. Yeah. So Coming let me down. get down. Um, can, I, can I get on your shoulders next? <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> he likes. He likes. He likes being up high. Yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> we got to Gorg. Yeah. He has kind of stormed back to his room. And as he's walked back, or stormed back, um, he's gotten a little bit more upset. The The adrenaline has faded and, the, you know, his wounds are starting to physically, like, hurt a lot. I mean, he's still beat up, literally oh, yeah. beat up. Definitely. He 
is also feeling the weight of like what's just happened and he gets back into his childhood room which he hasn't gone back to yet um, since they've gotten home and there's not much to look at it wasn't a crazy big room um, there was only you know there's three walls one is open to um, the central garden like most of the the rooms of the house are oh, cool. um, he sees you know a handful of weapons smaller training weapons that he left behind um, again he didn't leave when he was a kid but he, he yeah. took most of the things that he really needed on his journey when he left probably weapons that he was expected to find one of those that he would be good with yep. and none of them really worked out yeah yeah and he sees yeah he sees all these weapons and he sees who he was supposed to be right he was supposed to be this this epic fighter and even even now he starts talking this out loud he's like sorry dad i couldn't have been the face puncher you wanted me to be that i'm friend maker and i'm apparently suck at that too Jonathan is... And I, 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 I don't even remember seeing him. I don't know where he is. And our business is falling apart and... Can't even do stuff right with, with Eloise. I don't even know what I'm doing with that. And and then he and he pulls out the bottle of True Blue and he says... And it's, it's all this stupid bottle's fault. If I'd never gotten into this business, I would have never gone to this journey. I would have never met Eloise. I would have never had feelings I would have never gotten this name I would have become the warrior I was supposed to be and never would have met Sim never would have left my religion I should have just been the grumpy old mean orc I was supposed to be and now now I'm supposed to have friends and he looks around where are they where are all my friends and he, I think he like looks at the bottle of true blue and he's like I wish I never would have found this bottle and then he just lifts it up and he smashes the bottle of True Blue <laughs> okay. onto the ground. Wow. Okay. And I'm going to say, as he throws it, he kind of like does a little jump in the air, like, you know, can really like get the momentum down. And I think what happens next, everyone can see as they're walking back to the compound as oh, no. a whole, not just one room oh, turns no. blue. But it, I mean, this is the whole bottle, guys. Oh, no. But the whole compound bleeds to blue. Holy shit. Including Grorg? Grorg, he's in this room, and he looks around himself as he's standing in a completely blue room, all alone. And he re- then he remembers what Sanseer said back in the gate. This was his prophecy. That this is where he was supposed to end up. He says, oh, well, this was a terrible prophecy. (laughs) (laughs) And he looks down and he realizes that his legs are completely blue. Damn. And so Grorg, having felt this emotion of, of rejection from his friends, from his father... We felt like from Eloise and tired and sore, he just falls to his knees and hurts his knee again because it's, it's, it's injured. Yeah. And I he just, just love, I love that, that look of him just collapsing. Oh, <laughs> just, <laughs> and I, I, I think he starts yeah. crying. Yeah. Alone. But not really though. Um, because there's a hand on Grog's shoulder. Hey, big guy. I think he kind of like... 
kind of like tries to like stop his crying. He's like, <clears throat> and then he looks and sees who it is. And he's like, oh, what are you, what are you doing here? Um, well, it's a pretty crazy story. Um, started a long way away from here and oh. a lot's happened since then. Met this weird orc. <laughs> Turned out to be a pretty great, uh, great friend. He, he, I think Grog smiles at hearing this and he kind of puts one of his hands on top of hers um, as it rests on his shoulder. And he says, You know, I also uh, was recently on a pretty crazy journey too. I met this, this weird human <laughs> who was uh, trying to comb her hair while we went through a desert. I mean, who who tries to do that? And then she, and then she outfights... She outfights an orc who'd been training his whole life. <laughs> pretty, pretty special. Eloise doesn't say anything, but she smiles. And um, with how blue the room is, it's definitely obvious how red her face is. Uh, Grorg stands up, um, still keeping his, his hand on hers. So now, obviously, she can't reach his shoulder. Yeah, so now just... she lifts off the ground and carries up to him. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, so now they're just like, holding hands. I think Gorg says, you, I think you knew what question I meant. Why are you here? I, I lost. Hmm. Why do you keep coming back? You're always so worried about losing. But if you just look around, you've already won in all the ways that matter. At least to me. How so? <laughs> After he says that, Grog and Eloise hear something, and what they hear is, um, it's it's a little bit the sound of an argument because what they hear is no, no, it's fine, I didn't even step on it, see, it's fine, it's not fine, that's probably an important flower or something, what are you talking about? No, don't worry about it, I'll put it back, see? And then, like, several different people are coming into the room from the garden side. The first one is Rainer, who sees the two of them, and he sort of cocks his head like he's about to say something, but then trouble kind of bumps past him, and he who, points who at Kirk. kind of blends in with everything? Yeah, yeah he's he a does. little yeah, hard he to perceive. No, no, speaking of that, trouble points at Grog, and he says, huh, I mean, it's a good color, it looks good, yeah. Because <laughs> Grog's got, like, half a blue body now. Yes. Yeah. I can only imagine the others are also there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Le- Leroy and Abiel's there, and Chub the dog, <laughs> PB. Chub the dog, yeah. Quiz. Oh, yeah. They all come flying back in like, Hey, Grog, just wanted to say, you did great out there. I helped. <laughs> yeah, Quiz was going to give you a spear and everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, the whole time everyone has been, like, cascading into the room, Eloise has yeah. not, like, broken eye contact with Grog. She's just smiling at him. Everyone's, you know, just kind of congratulating him, even though he, like, lost. Abil's like, hey, that was a really good fight. Um, best fight I've ever seen. Even better than uh, his. Oh, uh, okay. We don't we don't need to go that far. And Chubb the dog, you know, gives him a thumbs up. Yes. <laughs> of course he does. And I think Grog then turns back to Eloise and he says, Oh, I, I see what you mean. And even though everyone's kind of like, you know, I'm assuming that they've just been talking. Like, they're still just... Oh, 100%. Kind of chatting. Yeah. Our group doesn't get context clues. I think no. Gorg and Eloise, even amongst this, uh, are still kind of... He just... 
have a little moment still to themselves, and he and he says to her, "I uh, I think I misunderstood you the other night." Hmm. Um. She kind of raises her eyebrows a little bit. I'm still getting better at uh, <laughs> figuring out my emotions and stuff like that, let alone someone else's. <laughs> um. When we're done fighting Mirjik. I want to go back to Glenwood with you. Hmm. Um, Eloise's, Eloise's face just lights up and she like completely ignoring everybody else in the room she <laughs> says Grog if I wasn't afraid of poking my eyes out I'd kiss you and she wraps her <laughs> arms as far around him as she can and just like pulls him in for a big hug. Lira goes Hey, it's hug time! It's a group hug time! <laughs> and they all give Grog a big hug. Sure, yeah. He says, Thanks, guys. This has been a long couple days. But uh, he looks around at this blue room. <laughs> uh, shattered bottle on the floor. And he says, I really did win tonight, didn't I? And they all hug as a flutter fire flaps its way in and <laughs> settles right on top of one of his tusks. Wait, wait, wait. Can I alternate ending? Alternate ending? Yeah. Um, that all happens and they all share this beautiful moment in the, the blue room as a flutterfire gently floats over and lands on the pommel of Life Cleaver's sword as she stands and watches and smiles. Can I can I take a pass since you guys both took a pass? Sure. And then we see the scene pan out as we see a blue man in a blue house and everything is blue okay. for him. <laughs> he ain't got nobody to listen to. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Hey, Questies, it's me, Nathan. Thank you so much for listening to episode 30 of season three. And I honestly don't know how to follow (laughs) that cover that Jamie just did. So let me answer a couple of questions that you may be thinking. Uh, First of all, yes, um, that end song was a mix of I'm Blue, by Eiffel 65 and the Night's Quest theme. That's what that was. Two, yes, we did just refer back to the prophecy that Gror got given by Sansir in episode five of season two from September of 2019. That's right. We don't forget these little details. <laughs> oh, no, no. Everything matters. And if you think there is a detail we've forgotten, I dare you to bring that up to me so we have enough time to wrap it up before the end of the season. <laughs> uh, bring those to my attention. Okay. Uh, two very important announcements that you will want to hear. First one is that we have a new sticker available. Uh, as you heard at the end of the episode, we got our good friend Chub the Dog giving thumbs up to everybody. Well, now Chub the Dog can give you a thumbs up. You can buy a beautiful 
Chub the Dog Thumbs Up sticker on our website, kqpodcast.com. Click that merch button. Patrons, better tier patrons, you will recognize this design as it was one that was given to you guys in shiny sticker form. To everyone else, you just get the normal, still very beautiful uh, sticker. Uh, This design was created by the amazing Lauren Grace. Thank you for helping us designing our stickers moving forward. Uh, And so, yeah, go swing on over to our website, kqpodcast.com. Get a sticker. If you want more exclusive stickers or more bonus content, you can, of course, pull your at kqpodcast.com. Click that Patreon button. Give us your support. Huge shout-out to all of our Patreon supporters. There was a couple new ones who joined since last episode, so thank you to you. And a big special shout-out to our better-tier patrons. We got Lauren Grace. We got those dang high elves again. We got Mike, and we got Lowell. Long may he reign. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you. Uh, A very special announcement about our next episode. So the next episode will still come out on April 8th. However, it is going to be a different episode. You see, the three of us have entered into a season of life where we've gotten extremely busy. Jake's child is like a thing. Uh, Jamie and Mai's lives are less busy as Jake's, but it's still been busy. So we have not been able to record... Uh, another episode in the main feed, but we still got some content we want to give to you, and don't worry, we've got a schedule. Episodes are coming out, no fear. But in the meantime, we're going to have to do some bonus content. It will likely be two, the next two episodes will be bonus content, I know. Maybe just one, but for sure one, most likely two. The next two episodes will be not the main storyline, but still some good stuff. So the next episode that will be coming out on April 8th will be the continuation of us reading the original Night's Quest book. We released that first episode of us reading that back in December. So if you haven't listened to that, go give it a listen. And we'll be picking up that story on April 8th. And then the other bonus episode, I'll let you know when we get to April 8th. Um, And you'll see it in your feed. Uh, But yeah, that's just so you know. Thank you for your patience as we work through schedules and recording stuff. We want to make sure that the quality of episodes and the story is top tier. And we're going to be getting you some good good content so thank you for your patience we love you we love your support and yeah and over to that website kqpodcast.com spread the word blah 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 you get the deal all right that's all i've got for you today so may your place in his story be long uh speaking of which one like small side thing um i just discovered one of my favorite uh like one of my favorite ever tiktok audios and you said hank it reminded me of it's hank hill from king of the hill um but this audio was made for me it's not it's the hot dog thing i'm about to go down to taco bell and give me a Is that from the show? No. Okay, it's it's this Sir Skeet who does Hank Hill impressions. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Does it sound like he was somebody picked him up and shook him in the middle of the sentence? He was he was told in the comment it needed to be weirder than the previous version. So (laughs) I'm about to go down to Taco Bell and give me a (laughs) blast. (laughs) <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not actually mad at how how funny that was. A ball, oh, 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 blast. 
I'm trying to decide whether I keep that as part of the cold open or make that the blooper. It's like someone just really caught him by surprise. It'd be a good blooper. In the middle of the word. 